This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur and Abhinandan. We're back. We're hungry. And we are going to head into Rajasthan on Highway on my podcast with Rocky Mayur, Prashant Sarin and I'm Abhinandan Sekri. So before making the customary announcement which I'll say for later, let's drive straight in and because Rajasthan is the sasural of the co-director and producer of Highway and Upgrade, Prashant Sarin, who would always say, yeah, Rajasthan is special. Hai. So, Prashant Sarin, why don't you tell us, why was it such a pleasure driving through Rajasthan several times, where we have been several times or several shows? Superb roads, great food. They, they don't have as many dhabas as you get in Punjab and some other parts of the north. But wherever you stop, I mean, there is good stuff to be had, especially in the cities. Listen, baby, Rajasthan is the greatest state in India. It's the greatest country in the world. And Jaipur is the king of Rajasthan. And guess who was born in Jaipur? I'm not going to tell you. You guess. Bhagat Singh? <laughs> Rocky Singh. Amit Shah. You got half the name right. Yes, that's right. I was born in Jaipur. It is the greatest city in the world. And Rajasthan is the greatest state in the world. And if anybody wants to mess with me on that one, please don't dare. Come on, yeah. <laughs> Niku, would you like to lay claim to something with Rajasthan also? No, yeah. Unfortunately, other than the juttis that I've spent much of my life wearing. I, I can tell you what he can lay claim to. What? The only time he felt that he was having a heart attack. Okay, we are not going to talk about that. <laughs> no, no, of course we're going to talk about that. It's there in my notes. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Yes, yes. I, I think we should open with that. You know, Abhinandan Segri is one of the most hyper individuals you'll ever meet in your life. He needs to be doing five things at a time. Otherwise, he won't calm down. Except for this one evening where he got so hyper that he thought he was having a heart attack. Come on, Mayur, join in. Tell us more about it. <laughs> Oh, are we going to launch that? I, I love it. So why, we were in, that, that is not why our audience has logged in here. To hear my evening at the, whatever, I, I see you in some hospital in, in, in Rajasthan. <laughs> Never mind. We'll tell the story anyways. So we went and this was a fairly recent uh, shoot. When I, say, when I say recent, it wasn't all the way back in 2007. And, and we finished the shoot for the day. And then we were all hanging out in Abhinandan, aka Niku's room, relaxing. And suddenly he started to feel uncomfortable. And a little hot under the collar. And then after a while, he's like, I think my, 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 my pulse is going up. My pulse is going up. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Rocky, what's happening? And then... No, Rocky, it wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't. I couldn't sit still. My legs wouldn't shop, stop shaking. And I was walking up and down. Rocky said, sit down, relax. And he's always telling me to sit down and relax. And I said, no, but I can feel my heart pounding and it's going to come out of my mouth. So Rocky took my pulse. It was some 140 or something. Then Rocky said, here, take a glass of water and sit. It didn't help in two minutes. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was ridiculous. A normal pulse is supposed to be 72 beats a minute. Niku's pulse at that time was over 140. So his heart was like one of those... And I was like, dude, take it easy. Take a few breaths, sit down. And, uh, and he could even sit. He could stand. He could do anything. And then pretty soon, he just started getting woozy and blacking out. And he was like, oh, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. So we and had then, to pick him and up. And then you took my pulse. It had touched 186. 180 something, yeah. <laughs> that is when you called your cousin. So your cousin said, what is he doing? Is he running? He says, no, he's just sitting. And his pulse is 186. He says, pick him up and take him to the hospital now. <laughs> and we did. We took him to the hospital. We went to the doctor. And the doctor carried out an ECG and did an inspection and checked him out. 
and uh, came back with the result that he was uh, he was what Niku? What is the state called? He was in tachycardia. It was tachycardia. Tachycardia, and he was having a panic attack because he had so many things on his mind. So, <laughs> and of course, when he when he told me that, and I said, "Is he going to die?" And he said, "No, no, he's nothing's going to happen to him. He's fine. We've relaxed him. We've given him an injection. He'll be okay in a little bit of time. Just tell him to relax. And if he sees your face, will he unwind?" I said, "I don't know. I hope so." So I went in, and uh, Niku said, "So, so what's wrong with you? What's wrong with me?" I said, nothing, you're having tachycardia. I repeated what the doctor had said. You're a little hyper, you're stressed, you're having an anxiety attack, and you'll be fine in about half an hour. And Niku said, don't tell me lies. I can take it. Tell me the truth. <laughs> People love, pencil love. Let me write my last will and testament. <laughs> I said, don't, Rocky. My files are lying in the cupboard. My life insurance files. Anyway, so on that shitty note, we will just tell you where else we will take you once we have driven out of the Jaipur. On that very high note. On that very high note. And, we will be and very importantly, very, very importantly, sorry, I just want to button over here. Very importantly to say, and he also said, delete my browsing history on my laptop if something happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> Most important instruction. We will take you to the very famous Dhaba, which other than having its claim to fame that when uh, Salman Khan and all these people were having their peshis there for the black buck shooting case. They would stop there to eat. It actually has amazing food and it has one dish for every 10 that they make, four or five get destroyed. So we will tell you about that. We will talk about the Bikanir, the camel milk. Now apparently it's sold at stores. That time it was just at that research center where we tried. We will tell you what it was like. We will tell you Rocky's joke about eating a camel and shooting with the camels. Of course, we'll go to the obvious Jodhpur, Jaisalmer, Jaipur. And lots more. There is a, a, a temple with lots of rats and mice. But let me start off with you, Mayur. Where do you want to start with? So let, let's start with the drive with the drive out of Delhi. You drive out of Delhi and then uh, into Haryana where there are a few dabas and then suddenly you hit Rajasthan. And, 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 and I think when we started shooting, even then the roads to Jaipur weren't that good. And I remember the first place we started, uh, we stopped. It wasn't a traditional dhaba. And the only reason we stopped there, I think it was called Highway King. That's right. And, and, and right, on the, right in the front, they had that little stall that said Kinky Kulfi. <laughs> and we were like really excited. We said, we have to get up and we have to do like a little piece to camera and talk about King. King Ki Kulfi. But of course, we had to do our own thing. So we, we ate some stuff there and we did a little, we did a little joke about Kinky Kulfi. And then we went a little further and we, on the right, across the road, so on the side where you're driving from Jaipur, Delhi, we came across uh, the Bajwa Dhaba, I, I think it is, right? Where Rocky yeah. did his famous John Wayne walk. <laughs> yeah, that, that was no, a trucker's Dhaba. That was not a family Dhaba. It's uh, the the King, uh, the Highway King Hotel is on your left when you're walking. Correct. From Delhi to Jaipur when you're driving, Highway King is on your left. And Bajwa Dhaba is on the right under a right. little hill. Yes. Oh, by the way, Bajwa Dhaba is no longer there. Because that really? area has also been taken over. now. So, so, they've got one more outlet on the other side of the road also now. Okay. Highway King. So they're like up and down that road. They're the people to stop. But just to let that. you know, out of we guys have driven over years, over almost like you know, ten to twelve years across all these places. The two roads that have changed most dramatically. One is the drive from Assam to Shillong, from Guwahati to Shillong. That is from the first time we drove to the last time we drove. Oh Lord, yeah. It's like a different place. And the same thing from Delhi to Jaipur and beyond. I mean that road from mm. the first time we drove to the last time we drove. It's like a different road. It's like a different town. It's a different city. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah, John, Wayne at, John Wayne at Bajwa Dhaba. <laughs> yeah. I used to love that John Wayne walk. I used to do it all the time. I don't know why. It's terrible. 
But let's start with some delicious food. Oh no, let's first matha teko at this one place which is called the Karni Mata Temple. It is the most obvious touristy gimmick in all these, you know, touristy shows. It's this, you know, temple called the Karni Mata Temple. And you may have seen photographs. There are rats everywhere. Like you can't walk without almost stepping on one. And they're eating prasad off the, you know, that main plate and you are given prasad from there. And apparently no corona or plague outbreak has ever happened from there. I, uh-huh. I don't know why, but I, yeah. What, what's the gimmick? No gimmick. I have I have no idea, man. But it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty. I don't even know what word to use, but it's shocking when you walk in and you see a dish of prasad with fifty rats all around it eating, and two or three rats sitting inside it, and then people pick up that prasad and put it in their mouth. I wouldn't. I mean, the story, of course, is that Karni Mata was there, and these people are you know the villagers, the souls of the villagers who passed on, and they come back and they protect everybody, and Karni Mata's blessings are there, and there's a white rat, and if you see the white rat, then you get the best blessings. There's a whole lot of sort of stuff that goes on the stories, but uh, I wouldn't. I, I couldn't eat that prasad. I'm sorry. I draw the line there. I could eat. You know, I I, I just couldn't. Could you guys? Could you guys eat it? No, I didn't eat the prasad. There. Did any of you? No. And then no, they had no, those big no thals with milk, where all the rats yeah. was line, sitting lined up yes. all around the thal and drinking the milk. I wouldn't use that in my Dalgona coffee. We have <laughs> we have lovely photographs of that. In fact, Prashant got some real close-ups of the whiskers dipped in milk and all these rats, you know, around drinking milk from the Karni yeah. Mata temple. But after we have said hello to Karni Mata, Prashant, tell us about why is told Karni, Mata, Karni Mata, Mata temple is. It's just a little out of Bikaner. So, Deshnok, out so of Bikaner. Yeah. yeah it, they, what is it? Deshnok. Deshnok. Deshnok, 30 kilometers Deshnok. from Bikaner. Yeah. 30 kilometers from Bikaner. Listen, and, and for those of you who don't know, now here's a little, uh, you know, sort of add-on. The most remarkable place in the world right now to see vultures in is also a little place called Jorbir, just outside Bikaner. If you ask anyone, you'll be directed there. It's a dump yard where all the bodies of dead animals are thrown. It's called Jorbir. And you get, at any given time when you go there in the winter, you will have five species of vulture, two species of eagle, four or five species of other raptors, ravens, the Punjab raven, a whole bunch of incredible birds that hang out over there. And you can find it easily as you're driving past, you'll see a tall spiral of thousands of vultures just circling. And when you go there, there's about four, five hundred carcasses of, uh, you know, of cows and camels and goats and dogs and cats just lying around and you will have the most incredible sighting of vultures. So go to Jorbeef. And in case you don't want to follow visual cue, just follow the smell. So, <laughs> yeah. now just as you head out of Jaipur, onto wherever Prashant will tell you, you come across a place called Sharma Dhaba. Which oh, is Seeker Road, Seeker Road. Road. As you head out to Seeker. Seeker Road. Now that's pretty much, I mean, that's uh, Sharma Dhaba used to be at the edge of Jaipur at one time, but no yeah. longer. I mean, that's pretty much like the heart of town. It's like, you know, South Delhi. As in oh, fact, really? like Chhatarpur and <laughs> Gitorni and those kind of areas. And it's changed a lot. When we first it's went there, remember, it was such a small place. Yeah. I don't know how recently yeah. you've been, Prashant, but Rocky and I went there maybe two or three years ago. Hmm. And it was like a 200-seater with like yeah. air-conditioned area at the back and a right. huge parking in front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we yeah. went for the first time, there were only carts over there, man. There was no yeah. chairs even. Yeah. But now they have that open area in the front also, but they've got this area. If you want to sit in more comfortable environs, you can go back and sit Correct. in the AC room. Well, well, this is, that's one of the most satisfying things about this show. You know, this is one of the greatest things about this show. The fact is, if we go to a dhaba and we would speak highly of it, Thousands of people would start going to that dhaba. And Sharma dhaba is a perfect example. 
I mean, the first time we went there, we found the food to be absolutely amazing. Not uh, just the mawa naan, which is their speciality, and we'll tell you about it. But just everything that was that was there in uh, at the Sharma Dhaba was brilliant, and we enjoyed it so much, and we gave it such a high rating, and we said such nice things about it that pretty soon after the show came on air, everybody who went there would stop at Sharma Dhaba and eat, and you know that was a result of of a show like Highway on My Plate. It was so. popular and so many people watched it and the reviews were so authentic and they remain authentic i mean we would never hesitate from giving bad marks or good marks to a place that was actually good or bad in fact there was one particular dhaba i don't even know the name it was this small tiny place and it was the only dhaba on this long stretch and we stopped and ate there <laughs> and when you have to give your report card she said chodo yaar cute todna kisi ka dil bas yahan aake kha lo aur chalo yaar it's bindi was a pulp its curry was dishwater but it was in the middle of nowhere so it was satisfying but, no, uh, but but sharma was just brilliant and and we went there for those of you who don't know the sharma dhaba used to have four tables or you know so 16 chairs and all only in the front it used to be a tiny little kitchen and now it's massive i mean like mayur said it's got air conditioning area in the back it's got a big cut off area in the back is a huge restaurant the kitchen has become massive there are 25 people working there it is just phenomenal Now, Prashant, tell us what is the mawa roti? Why is it special, and why do they keep destroying so many? Then you have to pay double because for every ten they make five are destroyed. Because it's you know it's 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 a very unique thing because it's it's like taking mawa, which is basically uh, khoya, putting it in atta and then slapping it into the oven, into the tandoor. And uh, when they make this, the mawa sort of melts. It sort of becomes this gooey thing. and if it hasn't been filled the right way and that consistency of the atta around it is not perfectly you know even it could break at some point and then it just sort of drops in the oven and spoils the roti so they would waste like you know they don't make it for just anyone you know it's only for the regulars or for vip customers like rocky and your <laughs> so they would they would try seven or eight of those and maybe one or two would come out so it, it is a fairly uh, and it's, risky it's endeavor it's and heavy it is very heavy it is very heavy because it's got that khoya inside it yeah but uh, mayo you really like the food there because they had vegetarian food by the sharma is completely vegetarian correct uh, mayur had a very satisfying meal there why was it so satisfying a because i remember we got there i think it was at the end of the thing i was like super super hungry and b he was a small guy really focused on his thing i think they they had a couple of cows also at the back i'm, I'm not sure right, if i remember correctly right. like that right. paneer uh, that they had was really really fresh they had the, the they had the naans and i think they were using kalonji also uh, in the naans it was just really a very typical cliched small simple place by the highway with the person really putting all his love and care and fresh ingredients into the food and it's it stood him well i think a large part of that yeah sharma was not very well known outside of jaipur so the locals knew about sharma and it was quite Correct. popular with i mean outside of jaipur most people didn't know about uh, sharma dhaba and i remember I remember since I'm married into Jaipur, so you know my in-laws to give me a grand old time. They said, "Chalo, aaj toh mein kya like chalte type of thing." And they, 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 we drove in like four vehicles, this whole extended family, uh, to Sharma Dhaba for a meal, and it was very nice and quaint. And like you know, we're sitting in the Dhaba and having this fantastic meal and all. But I was kind of amused. So, in beta, Punjab, you would not do that. Beta, baat pakki samjhe. दो चार और मावा के पराठे हो जाए तो बेटा मावा के पराठे बट रॉकी अबाउट योर कैमल जोक्स 
So as soon as the blob appears, these guys remove the roti here because otherwise, if it pops, it really causes a fire. And koya burns very well. I never knew that. Now we will take you to the place which actually very unselfconscious boasted of the best dahi bhallas in the world, and that is where I was humbled and my city slickerness was brought down to earth. It's a very interesting story that that I love to you know tell others about. But before that, can I please ask you? to give this podcast a high rating no matter what podcast platform you listen to us on it could be itunes stitcher soundcloud wherever you listen to us whatever platform the likelihood of others finding this podcast if you give it a high ranking you know five stars or a favorable review increases and then the community of hompers who will get back on the road and we will relive all these memories and see what else india has to offer becomes a bigger community so do give us a high rating give us a favorable review and with your food experiences write into homp2020 at gmail.com that's homp2020 at gmail.com you can also subscribe to our newsletter if you just go on to the news laundry page where this podcast page is and at the bottom there's a link you can press that now 
Rocky, where is this place which has the best dahi bhallas in India, but or in the world? But please leave that story to me of when that guy ticked me off. I will tell that. I I will I will sing you a song and you can guess where the place is. Hamko Julie ni mangta, hamko Mary ni mangta, hamko Dash from Bandra nahi mangta. The kya mangta? So what is the dash? No, no, no. Forget the Julie. What is the dash? See, that's the trick. You don't listen. That's why you don't know. I'll sing it again. Sandra! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sandra. By the way, it's called Sandra, but we call it Sandra because on the milestones in Hindi, it's a Sandra with a D. But in English, it's a Sandra. Yeah, and that's a fun little fact. If you have a European or American relatives or friends, when they come down to India, the only thing that they can't pronounce, no matter how hard they try in a conversation, is R. So if you ask them to say ghada, they'll say gara because they can't say ghada. And if they even if somehow they manage to say ra, they can never say it in a sentence. So you must ask them to say, "I drank water from the ghada. It was lovely." So they'll go, "I drank water from the gara. It was." And you're like, "Abey agrees gara ni ghada ghada." Or you could not be that rude, but it's up to you. <laughs> When we got to Sendra, I like Rocky told you, I'm always. doing five things at once in my head so i was like dude we've driven and by the way it wasn't on route to any place we veered off our normal path went to sendra just for the dahi bhallas why because this place you know there used to be this food festival at um, pragati maidan every year and sendra would win the best dahi bhallas every year year after year and this particular shop and we got there and i kind of rocky mayur prashant and i was sitting and i said yeah we've come all the way for dahi bhalla how special can a dahi bhalla be and the guy you know looked rustic i i guess bad bad form of me to assume he couldn't understand english he said aap kabhi ye scotch whiskey ke bare mein nahi poochte ki whiskey to whiskey hai peter scott pure black label ya aapki single malt wo kyun special hai hmm. so i looked sheepish and while rocky was looking camelish <laughs> <laughs> yeah but this guy was humping us yeah so you know the hump is always important <laughs> so he said the thing is that only in sendra do you have the water and by the way when i tried the dahi bhalla it is amazing it truly is not just a dahi bhalla it is a piece of art dahi bhalla and he explained that from the bhalla kis cheez ka banta hai besan ka urad dal dal he says from that dal where it's grown the water that irrigates those fields what our cows drink the kind of air that is here the water that we use for the dahi everything has to be from here and no other place has this air and even when you come to come to pragati maidan and take part in that contest that food contest we get tankers of our own water we get our own cows and even then it gets compromised cuz when the dahi jamos there aapki delhi ki hawa se dahi waise nahi jamta jaise yahan jamta hai so that is the story of the sendra ka dahi bhalla but niku that's the pride that most people take you know where they are you know in their area of their area and what they do well i mean you you will recall that when we went to that bikaner bhujia factory in bikaner mm. I mean, what did he say? He said that you get this one thing that you will not get anywhere else, which is why Bikaner's Bikaneri Bhujia is special, is because of that motra. There's something called motra, which is like a stone kind of thing, which is it gives a licorice kind of taste. It's difficult to describe that taste, which gives that special taste to that Bikaneri Bhujia, mm-hmm. and you don't get that anywhere else. So it's it's a local thing. But yeah, the dahi bhallas are absolutely incredible, and they go like that. You know, buses stop. and boom 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 2 300 plates go it's over a new batch comes out it's just a continuous factory that goes about yeah and we only got about 25 each yeah <laughs> wasn't yeah. fair 
No, it is. But the old uh, saying about all the food in India, I mean, wherever you go and if you have the speciality, mm-hmm. so you could have the, uh, you know, the peta in Agra or you could have uh, Bikaneri Bhujia or you could have the Gajak in uh, uh, Morena, uh, Morena, whatever. And they'll all tell you the same thing. They'll say Hava Pani, Hava or Pani, the water and the air. And that is a critical thing why things taste the way they do. So it's like, uh, you know, uh, I mean, so many things like the Lassi and Amritsar. It's just the hawa and pani. It's never the same anywhere else. And that's a fact. Yeah. In fact, that two-headed, two-headed halwai at Chernobyl told me the same thing. Huh? Not yeah. <laughs> he stopped arguing with himself. So, now, Rocky, why don't you tell me, tell me one of your favorite stories, whether it is a food story or the travel story of Rajasthan. Now that you have my IC out of the way. It was a silent night in old Rajasthan and a star appeared pointing down. And this was in 1969 on a cold winter's evening in December. And the wise men walked up and behind the manger of the 61 cavalry horses was a small military hospital and there a child was born. What an amazing time and day oh, it was. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> and that child's name is Rocky Singh, as you people have guessed. There you go. Okay. Rocky, tell me your second story. favorite story of Rajasthan. <laughs> no, I, I don't know which story you're talking about, but I mean, there are... No, there any. Are... I'm, I'm leaving it to you. Now, you tell me what you really liked about... Because we've, I think, out of all the states for a variety of reasons, I know between me and Prashant, we've traveled the most because of the food shows, because of home, and because of many of the documentaries we've shot. Probably Rajasthan and Kerala, Tamil Nadu, we've covered the most. And I know you guys have done Rajasthan, you know, to death because you're a birder. You've done Bharatpur bloody, I think, every other, every quarter. Is quarter ka result Bharatpur mein batayenge. So, you must be having lots of stories. What is special about Rajasthan for you? No, it's, I, I have tons of stories. In fact, last year, at the beginning of last year, beginning of 2019, I took my son and both of us went down to the Desert National Park. And it is just absolutely phenomenal, the kind of places you have in Rajasthan. I mean, one thing about Rajasthan is that because there's a dearth of water, a lot of the population sticks in the middle of, you know, certain areas. But when you go to the remote parts of Rajasthan where people don't go, it is a completely different world. Uh, My son and I went down, we laid down on the ground, we stared up at the night sky. This was January, cold breeze blowing and we looked up. And we could see a billion stars, including the Milky Way, going right through the center of the sky. And then there was these reds and blues that you could see in the night sky. I think it's one of the most beautiful night skies that you can ever see in your life, which is in Rajasthan. And once the hot air stops rising up from the sands and it cools down, it becomes very cold at night over there. Then you can really see a beautiful sky. And that is sort of unmatched anywhere else here. So, And Rajasthan is just my favorite state here. I mean, I don't know. There's just something about the desert. And the smell in the air and, you know, the people and the way it is. I just feel right at home over there. I, I, I don't know why. I must have been a Rajasthani in my last life and this life. And next, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> and Mayo, you tell me. I know I know your experience was very special because Mama in uh, that castle. Rama Mama in, 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 in Jaisalmer. Mm. So, are we jumping straight to Jaisalmer? No, wherever. You tell yeah. me. Whatever you're saying. No, because my, my, my favorite story definitely is is when we shot in Jaisalmer and we went to the government bhang house. Yes, tell us about that. And, and, and we wanted to shoot there. Now, I've been going to Jaisalmer since the early 90s. I used to go out there into the desert and go out with a bunch of friends. 
and this guy's been around since then and he's a government licensed thing and so i knew the younger brother and we i remember we went there and he was like ha aap khalo pilo but bade bhaiya ko aage permission deni padegi so while we were waiting for bade bhaiya we tried the banana banglassi then he gave us the cookies we had one one cookies and then nikwa remember we said let's shoot we started shooting we took one one bite and then a bird pooped on rocky's shoulder so we yes. had to clean that up then by then the second cookie had gone in then we had the third cookie by the giggling yes so we started giggling so and it was just the opening we done by the time the elder brother came and you went to speak to him because rocky and i were already incapable of really speaking sense to anybody and you asked the guy and you said this happened and also he said no no you can't shoot and all but aap hamari taraf se thoda banglasi pilo so you said nahi unhone banglasi pila acha pila aur kya and the younger brother said to teen teen char char cookie bhi kha liye so the elder brother acha and and you got worried and you said uh, bhai sahab uh, मेरे कोई प्रॉब्लम तो नहीं होगी ही उनको नहीं होगी बाकियों को एंड आई रिमेम्बर आफ्टर दैट वेल आई आई है गोइंग टू दैट प्लेस दैट सपोजली हैड थ्री और फोर डिफरेंट टाइप्स ऑफ थाली थालीस्तानी Then we said, "This is the best meal we've had. We'll never forget this place. It's unforgettable, right, Rocky? Yes, yes, my dear. What's it called?" Uh, uh. We turned around and looked, and we crack up. Then Rocky decided he was a bird. We, yes. I don't know if you remember, we lost him yes, for a while sir. because he he said he was a bird and he went off flapping his wings. Yeah, dude. I don't know how we got that sequence done. Oh my god! It was insane. After we, you know, because first of all, I want to tell you about Prashant driving. That Prashant's a very good driver, by the way. Except if he sees a cop somewhere, then he like. gets a bit violent but, but <laughs> we had to get sunset shot and um, what is that fort called just that, that's a jaisalmer fort right the jaisalmer fort yeah son sona something no so basically at sunset because it's hmm. made of this golden sandstone sandstone yeah na am i just am i doing a lorry yeah. people yeah yeah no no yeah <laughs> <laughs> prashant <laughs> but but basically at sunset when that sun hits the fort it looks golden now we had to get that shot sunset i think must have been about 6:40 at that time 6:30 then we need 15 20 minutes to set up and for whatever reason we got delayed now if we did not get there by sunset that means we'd have to spend 24 hours there to get the sunset shot again that means a full day of shooting which means one full day of hotel so each day the costs go up so i was like prashant bro we got to get the sunset shot at that time this is i think 2007 or 6 he drove like a maniac um, yeah. there were no there were no cameras sending you sms chalans like you get even if sending you sms let me hear anyway so prashant hit the fuck so we got that shot the sunset shot and then they started eating the cookies and then we had to eat a shoot a dinner sequence until the dinner sequence these guys of until the dinner sequence and i have no idea how we finished that sequence i was tearing my hair out by the end of it and that is why i got the, went into icu which was 10 years later but <laughs> <laughs> no no but the, the here's the funny thing the story doesn't end there if you remember we went back we were staying in this place slightly outside uh, Jaisalmer it, it was called Gorband Palace Gorband Palace and yes, we sir. went there first i wanted to go swimming you guys won't let me go swimming because they said you will drown because you'll forget to swim <laughs> so you guys won't let me swim then we went back to the room we went back to the room and for some strange reason after having eaten six meals that day some strange reason one of us aka rocky decides to get the munchies I don't know if you guys actually. I don't even know if you guys have heard this story. I don't know. Tell and me. He said, "Yeah, I'm going to book. Lagri, a room service order card." So I picked up the thing, and Rocky is not a big sweet guy. He said, "I'm going to eat a lot." He ordered ice cream, na? No, no. Uh. So he said, "What's on the menu?" 
So I, I opened the menu and I said, uh, I think there were like 12 or 13 things on the menu and all sorts of blueberry something and and halwa uh, and blah blah. And, and, and after I read out the whole thing, he says, yes. So I said, yes, so okay, which one should I eat? He said, all of them. So he said, all of them. So he said, I won't eat, I'm not going to share. Who are you doing? Okay, call it. Came, the guy came with that big rolling trolley and stuff. No, 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 no. I think you, you've left out one part. I actually asked Mayur, I said, do you want any? And he said, no. I said, just make sure that you, you don't eat any of your mind. That's why I'm asking you if you want any, order it separately. And he said, no, I don't even want to touch it. I've eaten too much. I don't want to touch anything. Bye, ah, please, sorry, go on. So <laughs> then, then, then it comes in and all of it is there and all of it looks nice. He said, yeah, I have all of this. There's one, this blueberry kind of thing. He said, this doesn't look very nice. So I said, okay. Anyway, I didn't pay attention. After he tucked into five or six of them, he went to use the bathroom. I'm sitting there, I'm saying, hey, blueberry, it's tasty, Rocky's been eating all this. He didn't want this, I'll take a bite. So took one bite. So maybe he won't even notice. He comes out, the first thing he notices, bro, you bastard, you ate my blueberry. You ruined my meal. I told you I would, you said, I asked you, you said this. I said, okay, I'll take one more. Yes, I'll take one more. So I picked up the phone, I said, oh, blueberry. No, blueberry, I don't want to eat all of And he ordered all of them. So he ate like 26 or 30 desserts after having shot the whole day. Not, could have been the bang. Oh, it may not have been oh, the bhang. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, bhang is, bhang is just a wonderful thing. Yeah, I mean, after you drink enough of it and wait for about half an hour. And that's the that's the key thing. Most people who don't have, haven't had bhang before think that it's like, you know, alcohol that you drink it and you start getting high. You have to wait for half an hour. And after half an hour, it starts creeping up on you. And when it hits you, oh my God, there is almost nothing like it in the world. But once it hits you, you go absolutely crazy. And you can't stop giggling or laughing or falling around or all over the place. And I wouldn't do it on a daily basis. A lot of people do in India, but I wouldn't do it on a daily basis. But it also makes you extremely hungry. So you get the munchies. In. And that is what I had got, the munchies. And remember, I turned into a bird at some point. I was fully convinced I'm a bird. So I was flying through Jaisalmer, the slopes of Jaisalmer, up and down at full speed. And people were like looking at me, squawking and flapping my arms. And uh, that is a dangerous thing, that bhang, man. It was pretty deadly stuff. Prashant, how about you? What did you try? What, what was your memorable experience? Dude, my memorable experience was rather the most... Hopefully, I forget that very soon because it really it is a nightmare experience that I had with bhang, by the way, was Raja Thandai when we went to Lucknow. <laughs> These bastards, after the shoot, they gave me a glass and they said, isko thoda double bana dena type of thing. And I was like talking to the crew and I came back and they handed me over this glass and I had this. We picked up chicken, we went to the hotel. There was Rocky and I sitting in my room for like two hours, just staring at the TV, not talking one <laughs> word to each other. We finished, I think we finished about four or five people's worth of chicken and kebabs and all of that. And finally, just Rocky just got up and left. And that night, my God, the whole ceiling was like turning upside down and it was like, you know, rotating around my head and... It's just such a horrible experience to have bhang <laughs> and be alone in a room. I think it's a very highly avoidable. I agree with you. Don't don't partake in intoxicants. Yeah, yeah. When, when we when we talk about UP, I'll also share the story of what happened the next morning with both Rocky and Prashant. But let <laughs> let's get back to uh, to Jaisalmer <laughs> and to Rama uh, Mama. A UP experience. One of the funniest stories where we decided to include an auto driver into our shoot. Yes. And how that did not turn out good. It was one of the funniest sequences. We will tell you when you go to UP. This was just outside Lucknow, remember Lucknow, boys? Yeah. Yes. Also, also when we were mistaken for WWF wrestlers, yes, when Mayur yes. and I walked into a wrestling dangal, <laughs> and what yes. happened after that, that was hilarious. We will tell you all about that. We have lovely pictures of that as well. But um, 
within the Jaisalmer fort, there is this restaurant called 6th of July or 6th of July? 8th of July. 8th of July restaurant run by this lovely couple. Hopefully, God willing, they're still there. The food is, tell me about the food, guys. I, I mean, I, I remember she was amazing. She was full pa. Her husband was real fun. They were fun people. Yeah, they were just so warm. The food was all baked beans and toast and eggs and it was very basic, right? Pancakes. Yeah, and it, cake it was it was it was basically an crazy breakfast place. Yeah, we, we got there in the morning before they yeah. even before they even opened. So we and actually we dragged good, them out of bed and they came running out to cook for us. Yeah, so, and we got and, good coffee there. Yeah. Do, you, do you recall? They had yeah, yeah. a nice French press and yeah. So the so coffee decent was coffee. Nice. It was pancakes. It was coffee. It was cereals. It was you know muesli. It was stuff like that. And really, you can't really go wrong with that. So it was, it was nice. It was good food. But the funniest part is that the owner, you know, doesn't want you to waste anything. And because we order seven, eight things when we sit down to shoot, after we finished about four were left over, you know, and usually we attack it and finish it. But we'd already eaten breakfast. Then we started shooting. So this was our second breakfast. And she came out and she said, I'm sorry, you can't waste food over here. And she picked up a large spoon and started picking up the food and stuffing it down our throats. <laughs> and that was incredible. We, and we it was all, Lama, right? Yes. Rama Mama. So we Rama started Mama. calling her Rama Mama, I remember. Yeah. She was uh, wonderful, man. And here's here's another thing. Do you remember? Um, I think about four or five years after that, again, I was back in Jaisalmer and I and I and I went and I went to see her. And I actually went with uh, uh with my uh, with my wife, my father-in-law, and my brother-in-law. And and we went there. And my father-in-law at that time was like 65 or something. And she insisted because like he'd about this, and she now this had become her takya galam. People would come over and they'd seen the show and they would be like, we will not eat our food. So she would come and she would spoon food. So she, <laughs> we didn't tell my father-in-law. So he, I think he left a little bit. So out she came. She like, open your mouth. <laughs> this white American man sitting there being spoon fed by a lady. Okay. And then, and, and she said, she said that I will never forget these guys, all this crew. They came, they, they did this. Our work went up. In fact, our son has been able to go abroad and study. Thanks to, thanks to everybody. And she was super grateful. They're very hardworking people. But it was it was really nice to hear. So this this restaurant is in the Sonarkila. Sonarkila is Niku. That's what it's called. Okay. The the fort and the place. I remember because I had taken a picture of that uh, that that quadrangle. It's called the Serra Chalk. Yes. And right. and I've just sort of sneaked into TripAdvisor and I see that the restaurant's still around. So if you guys go to Jaisalmer. Yeah. Wow. It's still oh, around. Fantastic. Yeah. I think it's near Chandpal Gate entrance, right? Kicking ass. Yeah. 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 So, and you, and I remember we were sitting there, we were sitting on top. And so, what it is, mm. you know, if you don't know about the Jaisalmer Fort, it's like an outer wall. Then you climb up mm. a steep slope, then you come to an inner wall. These are the battlements. And then you come mm. into that, and then you're in the fort. So, in the inner wall, as soon as you walk in on your right hand side on top, on the first floor, is the 8th of July restaurant where we were sitting. And the funniest part is that they don't let cows come in usually. They try and keep the cows out because the cows make a mess on the streets. But the cows want to come in because they get a lot of food from the restaurants and places. So there is always a battle going on. And while we were sitting there, about 20 cows decided to invade into the fort at the same time. And about five guys were trying to chase them out. So and there were about 50 foreigners that were caught in the fight. And they were running all over the place with cows going crazy everywhere. So we had a lot of cow goes, I don't know, and cow Rocky, jokes. Rocky jumped in there and did a very graceful ole. <laughs> I was like, ole, ole. They were like, what's happening? I was like, you have to watch out. They don't, they're wearing bells because their horns are not working. You have to get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what team are you? And I was like, I'm on the other team, the other team. <laughs> 
whole bunch of bull as usual as usual <laughs> but i have a couple of emails after which we shall take you to the bikaner bhujia factory and i shall tell you about the most disgusting ice cream i've ever had uh, but uh, also one wonderful story about rajasthan where we had a royal meal it was royally made for us but before that this mail is from kavir rai kavir says hello rocky mayur and abhinandan i am kavir rai from mangalore wasn't really impressed how to cover mangalore there's so much more to see this is my age old complaint but now that is out of the way after ramayan if there's any show on tv which i have watched with my family it's home and we all loved it as we drooled along <laughs> nice to hear you guys on a podcast you guys accompany me on my long walks inside the house my fondest memory of home was when i tweeted delhi and tweeted rocky to suggest something to eat in old delhi he was kind enough to suggest kareems and even suggested what to order a million more fond memories including how me and a friend of mine wanted to replace you guys on the show and we thought you lived a dream love you guys hamesha more like forever keep creating bring back home on the road take care stay safe thanks kavir thank you so much for your love for your support and hopefully we shall take this community of hompers and once all this ugliness of covid is out of the way we'll be back on the road but until then and until we can't get to the highway we will try to get the highway to you through highway on my podcast thanks for your support brother but since he mentioned ramayan and he's from mangalore you'll recall rocky mayur we had gone to this place called ayodhya yes the four brothers right? the yeah the four brothers and and it was a real hit place with all the expats who would come and visit there because they used to do only dishes that were done in homes you know many many decades ago grandmothers which are very difficult to make grandmothers food kind of dishes so quite a famous place and really buzzing so i hope you're happy we included that even though we missed it out on the karnataka episode i will tell you know we said this in the kerala episode this is true for a lot of the states that we go to we can't really wrap it up in an hour yeah because we've been there several times and each state could get 3 or 4 hours so hopefully we will do another drive through at some point through this podcast and tell you about all the stuff that we've missed out yeah but this is a very important thing that you guys touched on yeah you know i mean this is this is what the indian food is got such a great wealth and so much history to it and the reason why some of it is so incredible is because it's very very complicated to make so like uh, in uh, ayodhya in karnataka you had a lot of dishes that would take 4 or 5 days to prepare which started with you know drying out ingredients or fermenting ingredients then preparing them then flattening them then pasting them then drying them again then preparing them in a certain way so very very intricate and we were speaking to the guys and they said you know earlier everybody lived in joint families so you would have five six people working five six people staying at home and those five six people would have time enough to prepare complex intricate foods because they would be there all day and their job was pretty much to take care of the food and getting the kitchen going so you had a lot of sort of division of labor within a family where there was some fantastic complex food being made now with nuclear families where the joint family is broken down and there's just single families you don't have the kind of time that you had to put out 10 pickles or you know to dry uh, chilies or ferment things you don't have that time simply so that whole cuisine a whole cuisine of india the staple family cuisine which was so complex and intricate is disappearing and there's nothing we can do about it because it's a fact of life now but uh, places like ayodhya should be cherished because they sort of maintain that old style of cooking where you know it could take you i mean uh, just you know they they dry leaves for example it takes them 10 days to dry the leaf and it has to be flipped over every third day so a lot of work goes into it so please try your chance you know wherever you get a chance to eat the authentic original food of india 
the complex food of India, eat it because it won't be around for very long. I think we are the last generation who's going to be able to eat that food because I ain't certainly cooking that food now. And neither is anybody I know. But I'm sure there are many are. But coming from Ayodhya and Karnataka back to Rajasthan, to this place outside Bikaner, uh, now I believe it is sold in you know shops, even in, uh, in, in supermarkets, in metros. But at that time, and this was on our first schedule we went there, it wasn't like a milk place. It was a camel research center. I guess they were researching camel dung, camel this, camel that. And they had a little, so it was this big thing. And there is a, it's outside Bikaner, right guys? Correct. Yeah, it's, it's in the Bikaner metropolitan area. It's in, so, it's in the city only. And they have a little stall there that serves camel milk and camel kulfi and kulfi. camel ice cream. Which is disgusting. So, try it if you like. Ice cream is supposed to be sweet. It has a salty thing. It is smelly. And I was told that camel milk doesn't last more than five minutes. It spoils as soon as it comes out. So I don't know how they are manufacturing it now. Any any inputs? Any value? Well, I, all I know is all I know is that we tasted uh, camel milk and it was uh, pasteurized. Ro- Sorry, Rocky's on the other team. Please. <laughs> 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 no, we we had the camel milk and it tasted metallic to me. Yeah, you know, like the taste of the taste of blood. It was like that. It was horrible. I mean, it was metallic. It was iron. It tasted like iron. It was smelly. The consistency was too thin. It was too thin. Yeah, it was smelled mm. weird. Uh, I'm not for camel milk. Did anybody <laughs> like it, by the way? Mayor, did you like it? No. Oh, but, okay. I, but the reason I think they were able to get it was, if you remember, they also had a big enclosure where they had uh, a bunch of camels that they were yes. searching. There were three or four different subspecies of camel. Yeah. So, I mean, there's not... You're not that far from like source to where they're like bringing the milk and. Hey, but up to Delhi, mein pada, yaar. I, I, someone told me it's sold in Delhi in the supermarket. It's sold and it's very expensive, by the way. It's, I mean, you know, it's not like one liter of cow milk will cost you organic A2, all that will cost you 68, 70 bucks. This will cost you 200, 250 bucks, yeah. But wow. yeah. I mean, just imagine milking a, imagine milking a camel. It's really uncomfortable. You can't sit down and milk it because the others are so high. So you have to actually stand and do it. So, so speaks the camel. Like a running jump team. and hang on. Yeah. <laughs> While the camel runs around all over the place. Yeah, that's one. Secondly, the bucket is so far below that most of the squads are missing the bucket. So, very few actually hit the bucket. So, it's much rarer than uh, cow milk. <laughs> it's like the mava roti of milks. Mava yeah. roti of milks. So, now I remember when we were driving. But, but um, listen, I believe camel milk is the best for desserts. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Rocky is in a very, very funny mood. So, keep it up. Let's hope we can keep this up till the food court. Get your food court full of puns ready. Prashant, why are the roads so good? At least all the main roads in Rajasthan. It's a pleasure to drive. Because I guess it doesn't rain that much. Yeah. It's and I think dry also, and it's... Tourism uh, is their main source. No? Tourism is have... their main source. They really sort of... The, the state thrives on tourism. Hospitality is in their genes. Yeah. I mean, wherever you go, you find nice places to stay and... You know, incredible. In fact, when you come to my favorite story, I'll tell you my favorite story. Tell me. Which was, if you recall, we had stopped at this very fancy place, which was very fancy for us at that point, at this resort. Not resort, but this heritage hotel called D se shuru hota yaar. Deogar. Deogar Palace. Hmm. You remember? And we had gone yeah, in there. Yes, yes. Yeah, Deogar Palace, where we had a very interesting halwa. And... Um, and oh, I remember yeah, that yeah. it had a suji uh, that palak palak halwa. Yes, it had a palak halwa. Beautiful place, middle of nowhere. Rocky had learned how to make lal mas there. I recall, 
एंड वेन वी वर चेकिंग आउट इट वॉज रियली इंटरेस्टिंग आप अपनी गाड़ी अपने आप चला के आए वी है तो वो फोर व्हील है ऐसा नहीं फोर व्हील तो नहीं है पर चार पहिए हैं उसमें फोर व्हील नहीं है तो हम नहीं दे सकते बट हम आपको दे देते हैं आप हमारे स्पेशल गेस्ट है फोर व्हील डिस्काउंट विच मीन दैट इफ यू आर ड्राइविंग अ फोर व्हीलर सॉरी अ फोर व्हील वहीकल यू नो एस यू वी बाय सेल्फ ड्रिवन दे वुड गिव यूर डिस्काउंट एंड दैट डिस्काउंट वॉज बेसिकलीस ऑफ दीज प्लेसेज विच इज सो चार्मिंग द डिस्काउंट इज के आपको जो देना है आप दे दो इट्स नॉट लाइक ए ट्वेंटी परसेंट डिस्काउंट फोर्टी परसेंट डिस्काउंट आपको जो देना आपने पांच हजार रुपए देने हैं दस हजार के कमरे में आप पांच हजार दे दो आपने एक हजार देना आप एक हजार दे दो उदयपुर Rocky can tell us about the Lal Mas, but I will just tell you the sequence. It, uh, you know, Nadir Prashant reminded me. My God, you know these conversations. They bring back stuff I'd forgotten about. Now mm-hmm. when you told me, I mean that entire com- thing comes back vividly. So on top, it you know like most of these old Haveli Kila type things in Rajasthan. It's really beautiful. And they had this outside at the night. I said we'll have a dinner sequence here. So we set up the table yes. and we said, "Okay, ye background, pool, patte." I said, "Yeah, candle, we rock though." And Rocky yes. looked at me. He said, "Like, what, what is this? Is this like a romantic? Are you going to have a violin playing and Rocky serenading Mayur or Mayur serenading Rocky? Isn't this getting a bit too romantic?" I said, "No, yeah, come on, guys. I mean, we have to create the mood now. Since we are stuck with you two, you only do it." So then Rocky says, "Would you like us to hold hands for this shot?" <laughs> In this fantastic ditchy way. I remember that sequence. But yeah, that dessert you guys love. Palak ka halwa. What a strange! Yeah, no, it was fantastic, and it was fantastic. and again, these places yeah. are like you know now that they've become lively, they've become alive again. They're they're sort of the centers of where the the Rajput families that control these areas used to live. So they have their own kuas, they have their own trees, they have their own you know ancient trees, and so you have a lot of birds and animals in these center places. They're very very beautiful little places to go and to stay at. So you know, discover Rajasthan has got some incredible places here. I mean, I love it, and and driving through, you know, roads in India are made with the mastic. Uh, so mastic is a substance that sort of breaks down when water hits it, and because there's no rain, it doesn't break. I don't know if you remember the road from uh, Jaipur to Jodhpur. It was a really smooth road, but two furrows had been dug into the road because the road wouldn't break. It just bent down, and there were two tracks of wheels, and the center part was raised almost a foot above. so you were literally skimming the other side of your car was literally scraping the bottom of the road and there were two furrows along it but the mastic wasn't breaking and that was the, that road must have been 4 5 years old so that's how incredible it is but again having said that the pleasure of driving in rajasthan is that when you're on the road and there's desert on all sides you can see for a mile so you can really hit speed in the empty areas i mean you can get up to whatever speed you can imagine and you can keep an eye on everything so you you know you're not in danger you don't know nothing is going to surprise you and there's no traffic in some of the roads i mean i still remember the longest journey we made in one day the longest drive we've ever taken on highway on my plate in one day was from jaisalmer to bhuj i think it was 800 kilometers and prashant drove that in one day that was amazing yeah, i don't yeah. know if you guys remember it and yeah. we've got we've got really nice pictures of you guys on the sand dunes and all you know just yeah. just out of barmer 
but i you know rajasthan is very i mean it's a very special place for me for obvious reason because i'm married in rajasthan or i love that place but like uttarakhand you know has a lot of these homestays which are run by people who stay there so you know you get really nice quirky people running these places and giving you very personal service the same thing holds true for uh, rajasthan you know all of these like devgarh palace the guy was himself there you know he was there right. he was hosting so it's it's a very personal sort of a approach that they have to dealing with you it's not like some manager is dealing with you you know it's like the person himself and they all have these funny quirks which is always if you're if you're sort of open to that kind of experience then it can be very very charming so i i love staying in you know uttarakhand one and two in rajasthan the places are just fantastic one of the most stunning place we've stayed with the owner there uh, she is married to a german i don't I, her husband wasn't around uh, was in uh, shillong where was that that magnificent place yeah we've stayed that more than once each room has a different theme anyway we'll come to that when we get there i know let's come back to let's come back to bikaner the home of bhujia how can we even think of leaving bikaner without talking about the bhujia and the factory we went to which for some strange reason that number sticks in my head they were doing 52 tons of bhujia every day 52 tons and they said abhi bahut kam padta hai abhi nayi factory lagani padegi kyunki order nahi complete ho rahe you guys have no idea how much we love you ah huh? we, we really love you i mean at this place in bikaner they were filling 100 grams of bhujia into each packet and it was a machine it was measuring 100 grams and throwing out the packets and mayur and i in a commando operation Changed that hundred grams to one hundred and fifteen grams. So for all those four five hundred people <laughs> that that got fifteen grams of bhujia extra, you know who to thank. <laughs> <laughs> so we shall move, and of course up Jodhpur as well, where we had one royal meal. But first, hey, but but we are going to go away without talking about. We are not going to talk about Chotu Motu Joshi anymore. Chotu Motu. Are we have not uh, to talk shop. about? I'm going into males. We are not saying goodbye yet. But I thought you were into females. <laughs> Finally, he's admitted to it. <laughs> so, but that's your call, yeah. <laughs> it's your call. Whatever you like, man. Go into males if you like. <laughs> Kirit says Kirit has written to us from Munich. Hey, Kirit, I hope you're nice and comfy in Munich, man. What's up? Firstly, great initiative with Home Podcast. Absolutely enjoying it and reliving the memories of watching Rocky and Mayur on TV. Living abroad, food is perhaps the biggest physical thing that keeps me connected to India. And I've been trying some of the dishes you guys talked about from week one. It was the Mysore masala dosa, and this week I will try to recreate the dal makhani. I hope it tastes at least ten percent as good as the real thing at Kesar. It would be nice not only to subscribe to the newsletter, but to see the original cowboys eating their way through the length and breadth of the country. If that ever happens, I hope you guys decide to either put it up on News Laundry or an online streaming platform so that it's accessible from anywhere in the world. Cheers from Munich and stay safe and healthy. Regards, Kirit. Kirit, you just get one of these Swiss banks interested. We will create a new platform for this only. Or, or, or the so. But, but no, we will have it online. We will have it created by the community of Hompers. That's the idea of getting using this downtime to get all the people. Let's see how many thousands are interested all over the world, and we'll get Rocky and Mur, the cowboys, back on the road. And Skand Tripathi says, "Hey Hompers, currently food gazing through your podcast. I literally realized that after the first podcast, the show on TV is just the icing on the cake, but the actual cake is behind the scenes and those wild stories which don't get discussed on camera due to restrictions." which one can only experience while being present there they are like the roasted walnuts of the cake would love to hear from you about your first experience at sadi delhi 
in the next episode the chandni chowk nizamuddin and noroji nagar wale pakode and the evergreen sweets and tibetan market last not the least cannot place also has some amazing places which are 50 60 years old you guys are just satiating the cravings i'm getting during the lockdown thanks a ton regards thanks thanks for writing skand wonderful to know that you have been following us and this podcast is all about getting the highway to you because the lockdown and we are locked in but once the lockdown is lifted and life is back to normal rest assured we will get this entire gang back on the road promise brother all of you all of you out there man uh, thanks for writing in really i mean it really encourages us when you write in we love reading your mails so keep them coming it's always a pleasure to know how how much connect the show made with people and of course mayur and myself i mean me for my obviously good looks i have no idea why you guys made any connect with mayur at all he's really ugly but uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it was you know it was fantastic being on the show and we are hoping to get it back so all you sort of nri types with lots of money send it in baby when we start hitting and we start talking to all of you to try and create a a fund so that we can get back on the road together and we'll make it open for all news laundry viewers and we'll put it on digital and we'll you'll catch it all and we'll do the journeys again and uh, i think last time we discussed this for one special contributor we shall take you along with us on the road so you can really have a party so just make sure that you sort of keep staying connected and seeing the developments over here okay sorry before you now take me back to rajasthan i just have one mail uh, now she doesn't want her mail read i don't know why but anyway um i won't read your full mail but i will definitely read out these words you've written very affectionate mail thank you so much for your kind words and you have ended by saying i concur that the journey is the marrow if destination is a dish of nihari oops food mef- metaphor or in more poetic words of edgar allan poe kalma hai over the mountains of the moon down the valley of the shadows ride boldly ride the shade replied if you seek for eldorado thank you for that man lovely lines really lovely okay can i can i guess who it is yes is it uh, lara datta by any chance no because we did mention her on the show a few times uh, is it uh, jennifer lopez no the poet oh, so special but she is from our punjab sada punjab <laughs> so it's not madonna also no no so it's not it's not three of my biggest fans so then it's there is obviously somebody from punjab okay <laughs> you you're obviously guessing the poet's name here right <laughs> lara datta okay farak paida yaar now one of rajasthan's delicacies is the kachori and we had it pretty much everywhere we went so where do you guys have the best kachoris boys you tell me oh man rawat yaar rawat mishthan bhandar near the bus station on the bus station road in uh, jaipur is the best pyaaz kachori and i don't care how many of you think it's a cliche if you get down there and eat those kachoris you will not be able to eat another kachori anywhere in the world kyu mayur what do you think what's your opinion i agree it is my it is my favorite kachori i also remember a fantastic Uh, this was again on our first journey to rajasthan and i think we nasirabad. were in nasirabad not the kachoda not the giant kachoda oh. we went to jayesh mishtan bandar and he let rocky and me come at the back and start selling and mm. and rocky was having great fun trying to short change people they would give him 100 rupee note and he said 10 rupees do and they'd be like change do and he said aapne 10 rupees to diye nahi then after they started arguing for about 5 minutes they realized that he'd never said that they didn't give him 100 he just said ki aapne 10 rupees nahi diye <laughs> and i remember the kachoris and the jalebis there they were fantastic but yeah i, I think yeah. lakshmi mishtan bandar definitely has. also nasirabad yeah that fellow's kachora was yeah, quite was incredible i am very spicy very spicy I mean, rawat and all you can eat you know i mean like it's not because it's not 
it's not like spicy spicy but the nasirabad one was really spicy and huge it's huge it's huge yeah yeah, yeah. that's but that was the first eat- thing about the kachora it was the size of it was like twice the size of a dinner plate it was massive and yeah. really spicy and the best part about dunk now again i just want to point out you know places like nasirabad this is what we were saying last time they are not on the expressway anymore nasirabad is like about 25 kilometers off the expressway that's but where the is- temple is right the temple was also there right This temple, yeah, where we walked in, the, the they were offering wasn't it Nasirabad only? No, no, I think not Nasirabad. Nasirabad. We went to specifically just for the kachoda, and we started asking fifty kilometers away. Where there are these special offerings, sweet offerings to the deity, and we did this sequence there where you were marching. Anyway, this guy, yeah, there was a milestone with a mustache. Okay, I'll I'll show you the photographs. Anyway, go ahead. I would like to know what mushrooms you were putting in your omelet that morning. अरे नहीं यार आई रिमेम्बर वेरी बट यू गाइस हैड गॉन फॉर दिस वन ब्रेकफास्ट आई रिमेम्बर आई डिडंट कम फॉर दैट ब्रेकफास्ट आई थिंक दिस वाज इन आई थिंक इट इज जोधपुर व्हिच इज द ब्लू सिटी द ब्लू टाउन वेयर यू गेट दैट ब्लू जोधपुर इट्स यूज्ड इन एवरी एड या यू गाइस हैड गॉन अप टू द फोर्ट एंड यू गाइस केम बैक रेविंग अबाउट दिस ब्रेकफास्ट व्हिच हैड लाइक एट काइंड्स ऑफ थिंग्स आई हैड टू सेंड आउट मेल्स आई स्टेड बैक इन द होटल या यू वाज रेविंग अबाउट दैट ब्रेकफास्ट आल्सो या दैट वाज द नाइसेस्ट घेवर आई हैड इट वाज अ स्वीट शॉप बट ऑफ कोर्स दे हैड कचौड़ी एंड दे हैड जलेबी आई मीन Everybody in Rajasthan seems was it that Janta Mishthan Bandar? Yeah, it was Janta. Janta, yeah. Janta Mishthan Bandar, where he was, he was making fresh uh, mirchi vada and kachoris were coming out and samosas were like freshly. Yeah, made. you guys had got me packed mirchi vada. I remember. Yes, mm. it was good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. So, so is, I mean, these are the these are the sort of stalwart places that are incredible over there. You've got to get down to these places. You know, like for example, the Natraj Dining Hall. I don't know if you remember. You know, now that we are in getting Udaipur, to yeah. Udaipur, yeah. the Natraj Dining Hall is just magnificent here. I mean, they have this Gujarati thali, and it is—I think it's near the railway station, if I remember correctly. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. And you have to get there at—they open at twelve thirty, and if you're not there at twelve fifteen, you will not be able to get seated in the first lot. Yeah. I mean, there are lines outside, and it was so fabulous because that was the first time we actually went and filmed this, where you sit down inside. and then everything is ordered with the with the actions yes, sure, and not yeah. with the name so if you reach up and change a light bulb try and pretend you're changing a light bulb that's the action for a roti like ek roti de do you know if you if you hold up the number 4 that's the thing for four kinds of sabzi they have a they have four sabzis in one tray so they'll bring that if you do something else it's a sign for something else so very- literally very innovative given the fact that there were about 80 or 100 people eating at the same time and each plate has like you know maybe 12 or 13 things on each plate imagine like everyone calling out every now and then it would be like a complete cacophony here. and yeah. and this is like but just by gestures you just raise your hand somebody comes along and gives you what you want you know you just yeah, do a little chutki and then somebody comes and gives you some sabzi you you do this bulb action that rocky is talking about somebody will bring chapatis to you you know hot hot chapatis so it's it's fantastic i mean it's it's absolutely quiet everyone's focused on their food and nobody is like you know making a noise are sunna excuse me nothing of that except yeah. the customers the customers are all sitting loudly and and i remember after we finished they kept putting food on our plate till we were like bas there we can't eat more they were like are thoda to aur khao thoda to aur khao that khatirdari is is so nice yeah that's like yeah. such an indian thing you know when you don't want any more people are stuffing food down your throat they're like khao I would just like to talk about this one place in Ajmer, Ajmer Sharif, where we had shot a documentary long ago, Prashant, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. And just the kawali, there was this one beautiful evening where we had the Jumme ki kawali happening on Thursday, and this guy sang, and it just rained a little bit, and we put the cameras, 
and my god the kavali was magical i really enjoyed it it's a wonderful yeah. place uh, it's very filthy like most places of worship are other than harmandar sahib and most gurdwaras you go to outside not course, inside though yeah outside, the approaches approaches yeah, approaches really grimy yeah and also it annoyed me just like at jagannath puri you know some panda will try to bully you don't do this do this even here those khadims are called right those khadims will say come here do this don't do that stand with your hands like those don't stand there they piss me off but i was like dude you go do your own business yeah you know come here to do my own business you like know, everyone wants to be the conduit through god but uh, and of course pushkar which is beautiful it has some fantastic uh, you know once when we went there the bloody pushkar pond had only dried which is such a pity yeah but when we went for the purnima thankfully it was full do you remember yeah, that, that was full. oh my god like the whole thing beautifully lit up with diyas and then there was that aarti going on that was do you think pushkar may or do you think pushkar has become too touristy i mean do you have a problem with too touristy or i mean because a lot of people say pushkar is now it's like a tourist gimmick we don't want to go there what is your view oh there are elements of that of course but it's still nice place like that sunset point restaurant is still there where we had gone you know where yeah. you it's a quiet sort of a dead end street but it's by the lake side and you over you know you're seeing the lake and the city skyline sort of in front of you uh, along the banks of the lake it's a lovely place and it's a quiet place there are foreigners and all of that sure it's a touristy place yeah but i think i think there are serious i mean devout people also there you know who go to the mandir and do the mandir thing and it's a snapshot it's a it's yeah. a peek into the history of india i mean i'm i'm sure this i don't want to say camel fair now the dromedary fair which has if you remember they had all the races and they had the best decoration then we tried yeah. our hands where they, you could actually shave different designs onto the camels they had people that were doing the designs on the camels so it, yeah. it's a nice opportunity to see how how life is lived i mean because people come from all over the country and maybe even outside to come and sell their camels so there's there's still something very beautiful and quaint and you know it's timeless about it in a small I mean, dose it's nice yeah it's it's listen all all i i just want to say one thing to all these intellectuals and foreigners and tourists that gather and go to these places they all know what they want none of them know what they need so they all land up the bottom line is that the pushkar fair is a camel fair the camel transactions are going on beyond the tourist areas and there are thousands of camels lined up for miles so that area nobody wants to go to because there's nothing happening there they all want to come down to the stadium where there is all this gimmickry happening for the tourists specifically so there are like 20 camels there and people think that's the mela that's not the mela the mela is happening behind are beta yeah. sabse bada mela to sala humne bihar ka jo wo cattle fair tha na it wasn't ah. camel, it was a cattle fair to wahan dekho cattle fair दिन में जो होता है रात को जो होता है वो हम आपको बाद में बताएंगे वेरी डिस्टर्बिंग so that was there and and just to just to wind up you know you touched upon uh, ajmer sharif here. i think it's it's one of the most sort of lasting memories that i have of being in ajmer sharif one afternoon and they were changing the chadars that they put on top and it had this scent you know i i don't know it's some kind of ether that they use or whatever it is but it was the most beautiful smell ever and as they were carrying it away i was just walking behind them and that smell kept wafting all over me it was just magical yeah so i think you know just you you have to find a connect with the divine when you go to all these places and you have to ignore all these uh, people who are trying to get in your face and trying to get you to give money and do this and do that just ignore them because that sort of just took me to a 
to a divine space. Yeah, I mean, I was gone for 15-20 minutes. I was just looking at that place and smelling that smell. It was quite spectacular. And one quick tip, if, if you want to go to Ajmer Sharif, the best time to go is early in the morning. Get there at 4 o'clock. You know, when they're just opening the, uh, what do they call, kapat of the, of the shrine, the doors of the shrine. You can take the car almost virtually to the gate of the, to the, you know, Darga. Not anymore. No, no, you can. I, I did that about three years back. Mm. And uh, you can go all the way. Just park there because it's like at four o'clock in the morning. The oh, market right. Is starting, no right? right. And, and just go in there. Very few people are there. It's a very quiet moment. There's no singing, singing, nothing. No chanting, chanting. It's just like your personal Dude, like, for me, quiet space. Dude, for me, it was just for the Kavali. Otherwise, I really wouldn't bother going there. But, but I will say one cliche. Probably Jaipur is one of the top, you know, 10 places we've been to most often for a variety of reasons, geography, you know, the shooting and stuff, you know, Amritsar being one, Bangalore being another, you know, we've, a few places, one has been there so often, no matter how often I go, that lassi on that crossing, I always like to fucking go and get my lassi there. Of course, now we've got that. Kishan Lal Ram Narayan lassi at Paanj Bhatti. The, yeah, the Paanj, there are four or five shops there. Yeah. I really love the lassi and I remember at the end of every shoot day, We'd go there, we say, Arek, lassi pike, phir we'd end the shoot day with the lassi. That, I mean, I like that experience. I hope it's still around. I would recommend Yeah, very it. much so. Opposite Nero's. It's, yeah, pretty much. Bang all opposite. All those three, four shops are all there. Oh, it has yeah. some very fancy restaurants also. Nero Shiro, we ate fancy food also there. No, we did. We did. And, this, and the lassi is, the lassi is called the Kesariya lassi. They have a fabulous lassi. It's got kesar in it. And it is just, the, the flavor is incredible. It's not as rich or as simple as the, as the lassi of Auja lassi in Punjab. That is just pure dahi, chini and, and water. But this lassi is really thick. It's heavy. And it's got uh, flavors, you know, dry fruit flavors in it. And it is totally brilliant. And only when it runs out at this one shop is when all the other shops start getting any customers. Because until that happens, <laughs> everybody just wants to go to... Uh, what's the name, Mayur? You said Krishna, right? Kishan Lal Ram Narayan. Right, right, right. Kishan Lal Ram Narayan. And he's got a little... Photo of baby Krishna up there. That's how you can recognize it. On that note, we have Chidwa, Pedas, Mandava and Kota on our list. Uh, we don't have that much time. So guys, why don't you give me, think of your last parting story that you'd want to tell before I'm just winding up a couple of these emails, which these wonderful people have written. Rohit has written to us saying, I've been following News Laundry for two years and a subscriber since I got a job. Hey, thanks for subscribing, Rohit. Shout out, bro. When the public pays, the public is served. This has been my go-to podcast in this lockdown period. Hindu College was my first episode of Home. I watched it to reminisce, to reminisce about the times I spent in my college canteen. Eagerly waiting for more episodes of the Northeastern states. Some of the places you shouldn't miss in my state of Uttarakhand. The buffet shop, Rajpur Road, Dehradun. Kalsang, Masuri. Momos and chowmin on the streets of Dehradun. Some of the pahadi dishes you should try when you're in Uttarakhand. Chausa dal, muli ki, hichwadi. Khatai, mosmi salad sort of. And kafal, it's a seasonal summer fruit. Mm. One tip while traveling through the hills, skip the harbors you find on the highway, ask locals about the villagers near the roadside that serve mutton, yellow dal and red rice. The red rice's flavor is totally different from what you're used to. The mutton and yellow dal is spicy and very unlike the dal mutton I've had in the north, west and south. These eateries are known only to the locals who are constantly on that part of the highway. Since you've covered colleges and school canteens, you can also try episodes covering corporates. Since I'm working for a private firm, you'll get to know what corporate kutte ka khana, KKK. <laughs> <laughs> and he has sent a video of here's a former CM uh, Harish Rawat cooking chow mein. so a video of that he sent so thanks for that email Rohit and uh, yeah Dehradun is my hometown bro I grew up there I only moved to Delhi when I was 18 
So from the time I was born to the time I was 17, actually, I am a Dehradun Kalonda. And the one year in the middle is missing. Nobody knows. Rohan says, "Hi guys, it's really great listen to you guys reminisce about Homp. I've been a Homp viewer since the beginning. I've even bought both the books and referred to them before going on my trip. Yes, please, guys. Part mm-hmm. one and part two, Rocky and Muir's must carry book for any trip you're taking in India. And hopefully they will do one for Malaysia, Indonesia, Sri Lanka, and all the other places we went to, Singapore. Please continue the podcast. I've listened to two episodes till now. Not sure if you have covered Maharashtra yet, but I would love to listen about my hometown, Pune." I'd also love to subscribe to the newsletter. Thanks and continue to the good work. Uh, we haven't done Maharashtra yet, but we will soon, Rohan. Thanks for writing in. Stay tuned and come along on the highway with us while we bring the highway to you. So boys, Prashant, you want to tell me about your parting story and what is special about Rajasthan that we may have missed? So we don't, um, no complaints about you did not cover Chidwa, Madwa, Peda, Kota. Yeah, Chidawa was not in Rajasthan. Chidawa was in, actually is in Haryana. Uh, but um, Mandava, Mandava, not Mandava, but Mandava. It's a, it was a nice place, but I mean there was nothing spectacular about it other than the painted havelis that we saw. Yeah, man, the and what road, I am, beautiful, beautiful. But I remember that the road from Mandava to Bikaner is really beautiful. Like Rocky was saying, you know, that Makkan road, and you know, it's got these um, gently undulating dunes on the side. Of the, the by the roadside and it's a, it's a lovely road to drive straight as an arrow and it takes you to Bikaner. You're forgetting one speciality of Mandava. Do you guys remember? Rocky Mayor, let's see if you remember. What was unique about Mandava? Choti tang wale gade. The Choti tang, way yes. Like waist high. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. They are all little, little gadhas that are, you know, lugging these carts. Yeah, and- and there are so many of them. So that's why I say everybody in Mandawa seems to have a small ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mayo, tell me about your parting story. Actually, Chirwa is in, I think it's in the Shikhavati or the Junjunu area of Rajasthan, Prashant. We need to mm-hmm. check. Because we were there. Check. We you were... carry on, I'll check. I'm checking. Yeah. And, and, and that is actually one of my favorite memories because we stopped somewhere by the side of the road and there was this guy there. In the giant karahi, right by the side of the road, he was making fresh, hot fresh And then we yeah. had we got to go there and check it. Even before he set the the, he just put the chashni into the koya and put some nuts. And even before it cooled, we were just scooping out little peats and having that really nice hot gooey peda that was melting in the mouth. That oh man, I I'll, I'll won't forget that in a hurry. So okay, I, 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 will, I, will, I will give this to Mayo. Uh, Rocky and I also learned last podcast when we did Arunachal. Uh, he clearly has the geography really, he is the academically bright amongst us. He's right, Chirava is in Rajasthan. It is in Rajasthan, yeah. So, and he also got the right, uh, the height of Sela Pass right. Rocky and I got it wrong. Hmm. The Sela Pass, I remembered the Chirava one because like I was reading up and it's part of our Rajasthan episode on a highway on my plate book. So, we wouldn't have got a, we wouldn't have got a place that badly wrong. <laughs> so, so. No, it is. And it's, and it's quite fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the sort of, uh, when, when it's liquid, when they're preparing the uh, the pedas and they're liquid, they're just the next level of taste. Yeah. And when they become solid and they cool down, they don't taste half as good. So you've got to try and eat them when they're liquid. Yeah. Right? Just put a spoon in and take out the liquid and then yeah. let it cool down. And you put it in your mouth like that, it'll burn your mouth off. But uh, it is really, really good. Yeah. And I, and I remember these are separate because the Mathura pedas, you know, they, they take the mava and then they, I mean, they start cooking the mava and then they add in the sugar. Yeah. Whereas in these ones, they take a big cauldron, which is filled with the chashni, with sugar and water. And then they put the mava in that and then they sort of blend it and it makes a lot of difference. The taste is completely different. Yeah. 
so i will tell you about rajasthan what i loved was we did a lot of sequences like just not at a dhaba not at a historical just you know just something uniquely found so in rajasthan we found a tractor that had its wheels yeah. replaced with those of on a track so basically this tractor was on a railway track i don't know what it was used for whether it was used to fix railway tracks and prashant you have a lovely picture of that yeah. you know these kind of things you know you'll see some weird thing on the side of the road and because it's all flat all around the kind of sequences we could actually shoot in rajasthan made it really magical for me so i loved driving through rajasthan but one thing i will tell you about rocky not saying something so i know this is not a serious podcast but you know ages ago prashant remember when we were shooting the temples of water uh, in bikampura badra june i was we finished a shoot and i was driving back and of course it was these wide roads nothing and at that time they used to be the toyota qualis yeah. the toyota other mm. hadn't come again you know, there was that very ugly looking jeep type thing and out of the blue from the left or the right this whether it was a neel guy whether it was a bull or buffalo just came galloping onto the road and bang and i was like yeah. I mean, and Choku was sitting in the car with the cameraman, and it just flew over. Like we hit it at about like eighty, and it flew, and I could see smoke rising from the radiator. Obviously, that bus. This guy did not even step off the gas; he stepped further onto the gas. So I was like, "Dude, you want to stop and check the car?" He says he just did not even look at me. He just kept, and his hands were shaking. And I'm talking about early two thousands. And then he stopped some twelve kilometers further. and then got off to check the damage i said why didn't you stop there man i mean something could have gone wrong uka he just looked at me says sir main musliman hu mujhe nahi pata humne kis cheez ko takkar mari thi agar wahan gaon wale aa jate main zinda nahi hota yeah so i was like wow it was it was a pretty sad commentary on lots of things but anyway but rajasthan is magical to shoot almost as magical as ladakh but not quite ladakh is still the number one shooting place in india we will take you there at some other episode what is the no, next listen this is this is true there are there's a lot of backward sort of thought processes in rajasthan it's it's dangerous like like that it's also dangerous there's a lot of this community and jaat and stuff that goes on over there and these are facts so if somebody doesn't like them you know well you know you can imagine whatever you like but these are facts but mm-hmm. uh, but i just want to get back to udaipur very quickly because i want to point out the two most beautiful places that i have eaten at in all of rajasthan happened to be in udaipur and one of them is ambrai restaurant i don't know if you remember ambrai it's like the by the lake side yeah. edge of the lake yeah. right and you you have the whole view of the city on one side and the lake on the other and that uh, middle of the lake there's the there's that hotel the lake pichola palace hotel where octopus was shot for james bond right it's the same one i'm yeah, not confusing right. it am i that's right yeah. correct yeah it was absolutely stunning i mean udaipur lake is just something here and then uh, when you go to i think again when you go to one of the inner areas to the chandpol gate again i think even in udaipur it's called chandpol uh, behind that is this restaurant called the savage garden mayur mm-hmm. and i went there about 4 years ago it was open then and what a beautiful haveli it's in here it is calm and cool you go there in the summer it is absolutely cool high ceilings and you get some fantastic continental food and it's it's always a really beautiful place to go and just unwind and relax so both those places are excellent you had a salmon steak there i remember with like little baby potatoes and stuff and we were surprised we were like oh udaipur so yeah. in the middle that far away in the heat and all and, and and you said it was really nice also yeah because saban khan is also there quite often no yeah <laughs> so, and by the way guys we haven't even touched upon when shooting jai hind 
we shot the episode with the horses the cavalry cavalry hai na wo horses kya hai wo 61 cavalry 61 we did that whole video sequence there we had a full episode there that is where these very special horses come from and then we had this one episode with these biker boys from rajasthan you know ah. the the royalty types we haven't touched upon so many things and we'll get that complaint so many things but guys those, so those horses by the way those horses are called barwadi horses and the 61 cavalry is famous all over the world because just behind it is this uh, 61 cavalry uh, officers uh, mess and right next to that is the military hospital where somebody was born on in december okay, okay, fine we can it <laughs> we i will say while we are shooting that episode with the armed forces i have never seen an army officer with such long hair as the guy who was taking us around i was like dude how do you even get away with this <laughs> any other place you'd be fired but i guess if you're taking care of the horses you're a little special so now before we leave you and give you a food court we will tell you we'll be going to assam in the next episode so do join us for that and do give this podcast a favorable rating whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on whether it's stitcher or spotify or itunes because the likelihood of others finding us increases mail us at homp2020 at gmail.com homp2020 at gmail.com share your food experiences become a part of the community subscribe to our newsletter so that when we get back on the road you're all part of that journey with suggestions recommendations and you guys get first access to whatever comes out when we get out on the road on that note boys let's have the food court who is yeah, going and, first and as you know as they would say in rajasthan थोड़ा टाइम निकाल के ईमेल लिख दीजियो और जे तेरे पास टाइम ना हो तो लाइक का तो टाइम होगा तो लाइक बटन दबा दियो राजस्थानी जो तेरे घर में बा बैंड ना हो तेरे घर में बैंड ना हो तो बात तो होगी उसे दे दियो मरते दम तक दुआई देगी <laughs> so who's going first to the food court or should i i've got two lines on the opening lines for the food court i've got the closing lines mayur will start that's the opening lines you start with the opening lines usually okay rajasthan loves its sweets and is the home of the mishtan bandars and it's also a pleasure and sweetness to drive it by cars wow there are beautiful places in rajasthan and you seek and look deep into yourself and you say mai kaun but always remember no matter how cool you become you will never be as cool as the guy who in rajasthan was born <laughs> what was that and now the closing lines from the guy who almost died over there spicy food desserts and havelis that are sand dune facing rajasthan has the magic which will get your heart beat racing <laughs> wow 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 <laughs> Yeah, Very so Niku almost had a heart attack. It's an exciting place. Rajasthan is a beautiful place, and for those of you who missed it, I was born in Jaipur in Rajasthan on a winter's evening in 1969. It's been thrilling to bring Rajasthan to you guys. <laughs> There's so much more we can talk about, but this podcast will become two hours long. So this is a quick snapshot of our journeys into Rajasthan, and uh, we'll catch you next uh, next podcast. But where are we going? Assam. We're going to Assam next. and thank you all for joining us thank you rockemir prashant for taking the time reliving those memories i really enjoyed these conversations we are all recording from our homes which is why the quality of the audio may not be as professional as you're used to the four young professionals like us getting you but just on a note stay home stay safe stay indoors and whichever town you're in 
There are lots of laborers, there are lots of people who don't have the privilege we do, who are starving. Do whatever you can to work with them. We are working with their foundation. Feed those who have no money, who have no food. Try to get food to them. I'm sure your towns will have organizations or volunteers who are doing this. No one should starve during this lockdown. That I'm sure we as a country and as a community can do. On that note, boys, good night. Sleep well. See you. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. Hi, hi, I'm Margaret Maro, Gagro, Jogumia, Gumia. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.